Welcome back to our podcast, Chronically Iconic Mistakes. I'm your host, Jocelyn. And your co-host, Raya. Most people will say that the Gypsy Rose case is the worst example of Munchausen by proxy in history. However, I have to disagree. Gypsy Rose was certainly the most publicized example of Munchausen by proxy, but in my opinion, the case of Yabara Hope is one of the most horrific Munchausen by proxy cases I have ever researched. Wow, that's a huge statement. It's saying a lot, but I just feel like there's so much to this case and like people are not talking about it enough. Yeah, I feel like every Munchausen by proxy case like is overlooked by the Gypsy Rose case. They really are and not to say that the Gypsy Rose case isn't horrific but for me it's like the actions of the mom in this case is just I don't know she she has like such a pathological lying thing going on and it just fucks with you. (laughs) With that being said I will add a trigger warning for those who just aren't up for a story on medical child abuse we will see you next time. Bye. For those who have stayed the dates of events are very difficult to find and put in sequential order. I believe I did a good job of piecing it together but there will be very few dates used and the name of Hope's daughter has been protected so they will not be used in this episode. With that being said, let's get into it. Okay. Hope Yabara gave birth to her first daughter who was born with cerebral palsy and she had to wear ankle braces for the entire first year of her life. As someone who chose to wear ankle braces as a child, I can't even imagine how much extra work it is to ankle brace your literal infant. That's like a whole other level of dedication. Yeah, especially like she didn't, she probably doesn't understand what's going on. I mean, she's an infant. No, yeah, at that age, you're just like, dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> totally. Infants say that all the time. Uh, yeah. With only her bachelor's degree, Hope decided to return to school to pursue her PhD. She only went part time, and her husband recalls she left the house every Tuesday and Thursday to attend classes. Well, that's cool that she could get a degree while taking care of a sick kid. So it's definitely pretty cool. But after a single year, Hope graduated with her PhD in chemistry and immediately began adding PhD on her business cards and like literally anything she could to show off her new status. Can you even graduate in a year in chemistry for a PhD? So depending on which PhD program you enroll in, it can take anywhere for two to eight years to complete. And that's if you're enrolled full time. This was not a realistic timeline for anyone to complete a PhD, especially in such a difficult major like chemistry. Not to mention, she only had her bachelor's, and while you can skip your master's to get your PhD, it is very difficult to get in without doing your master's, so there would have been a long period of her applying to even get into this program. Especially if she doesn't have her master's, it's going to be a lot more than just a year part-time doing chemistry. Yeah, they're likely going to want to see, like, some past history of, like, research programs you were in, even if you don't have your master's, and they're going to probably put you more through more hoops. There's no way that she completed it in a year period. So it just kind of seems like she wanted just to add doctor to her name. Yeah, super suspicious. And her husband recalls that while he thought it was pretty quick for her to complete a PhD, at the time he was just proud of her achievement, and I mean, he didn't really think much of it. 
It's really hard not to judge her husband for having like literal blinders on and I had to remind myself at this point in time he has no reason to think his wife is lying to him and like it's really easy to miss red flags with someone you are literally trusted enough like to marry. So I mean most average adults just aren't looking for those concerns. Yeah. So Hope went on to work as a laboratory director for a food testing company, a career that typically requires a PhD. In 2001, Hope realized she just wasn't getting enough attention for her child's illnesses and began telling her entire family and community that she had bone cancer. She kept up this facade for eight freaking years, and no one batted an eye. <laughs> like, that maybe she was full of shit. She went as far as having her husband help her shave her head after convincing him that it would fall out anyways from chemo. Her husband looks back on the experience and realizes he probably should have recognized that it would have began to like fall out on its own and that shaving her head and eyebrows was like a super strange thing to do so far ahead of treatment. So far ahead of treatment, she's had cancer for eight years. So I think when they shaved her head, it was like before the eight years, but it is really like difficult to find a timeline on any of this. So I'm really not sure. And okay, I'm gonna like blame the husband like why didn't you go to doctors like what exactly like it's really bizarre to me that it sounds like he didn't go to any doctor appointments with her or like literally anything like if i had cancer my husband could bet his sweet ass that he's going to every single appointment well yeah because like you need everyone there so they know what the treatment plan is and shit yeah not to mention it sounds like she's working a pretty demanding job and still going to it and like i don't blame anyone working through cancer we live in fucking america not much of a choice Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It seems like she's doing an awful lot in addition to that treatment. Okay, yeah. And I mean, she has kids, too. Yeah, that seems like a lot. What was the husband doing? Yeah, like, this is extra, right? As time went on, Hope would tell everyone that her cancer had spread to her lungs and even her brain. She works harder than anyone I've ever met to keep this lie going. Like, she literally learns sign language because she tells everyone she's going deaf and commits to wearing a cochlear implant. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, she was fucking committed, dude. When that wasn't enough for her, she literally left her family behind and moved to Alabama for eight months to receive cancer treatment that she convinced everyone she just couldn't get at home. Um, like, she left everybody behind? Yeah, she just went by herself to Alabama for eight months to receive fake cancer treatment. Okay, so the husband wasn't like, uh, bitch, I'm coming? No, I guess not. I have no idea what was going through this dude's noggin. They must have not had, like, a really great relationship then. I guess not. Like, I guess you could say that he needed to, like, keep working for money. But I don't know. It just seems really weird. Eight months is a long time. I would get if it was a couple weeks. Yeah, that's, like, long enough to, like, move somewhere if you have to be there. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where it gets somehow more despicable. While still receiving her fake chemo treatment, Hope told her entire family she had fallen pregnant with twins, but because of her treatment, she obviously had a miscarriage. Oh, and she didn't stop there. She had an entire funeral for her miscarriage that never actually happened. The twins were said to be cremated, and she placed two sealed urns on their mantle at home. After this, she went out and got a tattoo for her lost children and even placed an angel in their backyard so they would never forget what they had lost. I really want to ask, like, why, how they found out everything was a lie, but I know you're going to tell me. Yep, we'll totally get there. 
all of these grand gestures that would be totally normal if she had actually had a miscarriage cost a large sum of money, so, of course, no one questioned if she was truthful. After all, we never want to think those suffering are lying to our faces. Mm, if my spouse uh, had miscarriages, I'd definitely be like, oh, where's the ultrasound, so... That's, like, a really... Yeah, that's a really good point. Why didn't he ask for, like, any of that? I mean, I know it's a dark situation, but, like, wouldn't you be excited to at least see that? Yeah. Later on her family would find that the urns were actually empty. How did you not notice urns were empty? And also, like, if you were a really good liar, you would put some... Like, sand or something? Yeah. Literally anything. I mean, urns are pretty heavy, though, so... They can be, but, like, you can totally, like, tell if they're empty. Maybe she didn't let anyone touch them. Maybe. Maybe there was some weird thing. Mm -hmm. In 2004, Hope gave birth to her third daughter prematurely and got her first taste of attention that comes from the general public when you truly have a child struggling to survive. Hope quickly began to focus on her new daughter's ailments, and her first daughter seemed to be cured of her incurable illness. I was actually just gonna say, like, if her daughter had cerebral palsy, like, why was she putting so much effort into her fake illnesses? Like, take care of your child. Yeah, like, she just went from wearing casts to nothing. That's a little weird considering the diagnosis. In the Fort Worth Star-Telegram video, Mommy's Little Secret, the Hope Yabara story, Hope says this is where she believes she began craving the attention that would cause her to become who she is today. However, we all know that this isn't true considering she was already fabricating her first child's illness. Isn't it, like... I don't know, worse if you give her a whole, like, video to talk about herself in. Yeah, sometime you should watch this video, and, like, for our listeners, you should totally watch it, because you can actually um, see her making up an illness that she has in the video. Like, the first thing she does is talk, like, and I'll talk more about it, but she talks about, like, this illness she has, and, like... Just, like, all of these lies. Like, you can literally see her face. So, basically, she's not better. She's still a liar. She's not any oh, better. That's good. Yep, absolutely. And you can tell. Like, it's really weird, but you can absolutely tell. And Hope's daughter endured her abuse for the first five years of her life. She immediately began taking her daughter to the doctors, insisting that something was wrong because her daughter couldn't swallow. Based on how her daughter presented and the mother's reported symptoms, the hospital quickly placed a feeding tube. Investigators believe this is really where the abuse became severe. So this was her daughter that was born premature, right? Yep, correct. Okay. It, it definitely shows that parents reporting symptoms is very important because they were very quick about placing that feeding tube. And I mean, they have to be like that, though, just because it's a child. They can't really speak for themselves. And that's why it's, I don't want to say easy for Munchausen by proxy to pass by, but it is definitely, it's definitely one of the reasons that it happens. I don't know. That's strange. If I was a doctor, I would do a lot of tests before I placed a feeding tube. A feeding tube is super serious. I totally agree. But like on the same, you know, the other hand, like, if they don't do it quick and it is serious, then they could die when they're that young. So yeah, it's like one of those things where it's really hard. Like, where do you find the balance, you know? These are one of the most common procedures you'll see done to children in Munchausen by proxy cases as well. The parents really push for them because they allow the abuser to easily administer talkin- 
toxins, toxins into their victims' bodies to fake illnesses, and that's exactly what Hope did. So there'll be a lot of like parental influence towards these in general if Munchausen is happening. And that's really annoying because like one day they're gonna stop doing these feeding tubes so like quickly because of all of this shit, and then like when kids actually need them, they're not gonna be there. Exactly. Exactly, and that's where it gets dangerous of, like, denying them completely is because, I mean, the chance of Munchausen by proxy is so small. It's very uncommon. But at the same time, like, you really need to catch it when these parents are, like, pushing it. And you just don't know. Exactly, yeah, it's so hard to figure that out and, like, be aware. Hope began feeding her daughter toxic levels of salt through her tube, and eventually this led doctors to test her daughter for cystic fibrosis. And the way that they test for cystic fibrosis is by checking the sodium levels in the patient's sweat. The test actually had to be done three times before a positive diagnosis. The first test was negative, the second was positive with chemical interference, and the third was positive for cystic fibrosis. That would be like a huge warning sign for me. It certainly should be, don't you think? And the reason the second test was labeled as positive with chemical interference is because the nurse noted that the girl had such a high level of sodium that the device never stopped testing, which is not something that happens naturally. Naturally. So maybe they just assumed she had something on her skin, like, when they tested. I really don't know why they would just, like, ignore that. And you have to think, like, this woman had a bachelor's degree in chemistry. Yeah, bachelor's with, like, parentheses. Bachelor's with a <laughs> fake PhD because you cannot get one in a year. But yeah, I mean, so she definitely did a lot of research and she already had like a pretty good background to kind of know what she was doing. And as soon as she was diagnosed, Hope began telling everyone that her daughter had a terminal form of cystic fibrosis. Her records show that her doctors had actually told her time and time again that this was not the truth. And this is especially concerning because we know that Hope was abusing her child. Had she never been caught, would she plan on causing her child's death to keep up the lie? Yeah, that's that's concerning that doctors like like they I feel like they knew she was saying that it was terminal. Well, she probably continued to ask would be my guess each time she went in and that alone should have been a red flag to me. Yeah, I feel like she would probably be asking different doctors. That's true. That's a very common thing that they do is doctor hop. I mean, if you're If you're a smart doctor, you would note it in the chart like mother keeps asking. Yeah, exactly. And once diagnosed with the third test, her daughter had a port placed to make it easier for medications to be administered because cystic fibrosis does require a lot of different medications. So, you know, it's going to get worse. And wouldn't you know it, shortly after her daughter's port was placed, Hope began rushing her daughter to the ER with bouts of severe anemia. Wow, that's a red flag that it happened after that was placed. So shocking, right? The doctors noticed right away that something was strange about her visits. Typically, when you're anemic, you don't recover quickly on your own, and you'll require either iron pills or an iron infusion for more severe cases. Hope's daughter was recovering quickly without intervention. One time when they did an infusion to help her iron levels, they nearly killed her daughter because she didn't need the infusion since she wasn't truly anemic. Yeah, she recovered because her mom wasn't there shoving shit in her system. Exactly. And then they, you know, gave her what they thought she needed, but she didn't. And this was a huge red flag to doctors. They recognized that these were faked bouts of anemia pretty quickly, which is actually amazing because we've seen cases where red flags were just ignored for years. 
Doctors did not wait for more issues to come up. They knew someone was causing Hope's illnesses. I guess I shouldn't say Hope's illnesses, but um, Hope's daughter's illnesses. And an investigation was quickly launched. It really sucks that we don't have, like, dates because we don't know how long this really went on for. I know. This is one of those cases where the child's identity has been kept under wraps because of her age, especially. So, I mean, in a way... So she's still a minor? I'm assuming she still is. So in a way, like, this is a good thing that we don't have dates and names because that child definitely deserves protection. While reviewing Hope's case for child abuse, they spoke with her previous employer. At this point, Hope had already left that employer, by the way. And they... They weren't surprised to find that they were currently investigating Hope for some very concerning allegations. Okay, well, why didn't you do anything if you weren't surprised? So it sounds like they were trying to, like they were investigating a ton of stuff that happened, but they were like in the process of figuring out what, you know, actually went down. But I mean, if an employee quits when you start investigating them, like they probably did whatever you think it is. Yeah, I would have reported them to the police, honestly. Exactly. And I'm sure CPS did because CPS is the one that's like, yo, what what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Despite Hope claiming she had a PhD for years, her employer had found out that she actually never even had a PhD. Huge surprise. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) How did they not like, shouldn't you make sure before you hire somebody with a PhD? Yeah, I'm absolutely blown away that we have done so many cases with, like, doctors and doctorates that people just don't fucking reference check. It's because, like, the colleges make you pay for the reference check, and people are probably stingy. That's totally true, but, like, honestly, anybody who's graduated any form of college probably still has their degree fucking in a frame, so maybe just start asking for the degree at least. Like, it's that simple. Just, hey, can you give me the fucking degree paper, you asshole? Well, I mean, I guess you can fake a degree, too. You can just buy one online. I mean, you definitely could, but, like, they're on, like, a certain paper, and, like, it'd be such a pain in the ass, dude. At least it's better than just nothing at all. That's true. But I think you can also call and just make sure that they attended certain dates for free. You could probably even Google it, and there should be an article about them graduating. Yes. Like, there are so many different things they could have done to just reference check this and instead they were like oh my god we totally believe that you have a phd come on and work here like holy fuck dude (laughs) even more concerning hope had actually been caught by hr for some pretty concerning pathogen orders that really weren't in her job duties to be ordering after bringing her allegations directly to hope the hr director suddenly became severely ill at work later that week and the hr director swore up and down that hope had poisoned her water bottle that's crazy isn't it like can you fucking imagine like i am never working somewhere with fucking pathogens like fuck you chemistry majors dude no shit oh my god what are you guys doing (laughs) we shouldn't say that because you guys like I don't know, solve the real issues. Okay, but also, obviously... Well, I mean, she wasn't even a chemistry major, though. She fucking was a faker. I mean, like, she She was, was, but but she wasn't a PhD. She wasn't, like, a doctorate. She was, like, 50% a chemistry major. Yeah, I feel like that's fair, because I imagine your doctorate's pretty extensive for that. 
And sure enough, when the bottle was tested, it contained, holy fuck, I don't know how to say this. Pseudomenanus arginosa. I think that's the one. I think that's it. <laughs> so I'm not a chemistry major, to everyone's surprise, and I'm going to Google this really fucking fast. Pseudomonas arginosa. I, like, really love that you're trying, and I was just like, I don't fucking know how to say this. I think I got that. Pseudomonus aeroginal soup. I'm so sorry, guys. If you know how to say this, good for you. <laughs> We're going to put it in our notes. We're just going to call it a pathogen that she should not have had access to. <laughs> it contained PA. Y'all know what that is. Yep. Well, let, let's call it that. Yep. Chemistry majors listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> Um, however, they were never able to prove that it was Hope who put this into her water. But I mean, like, if the shoe fucking fits, you know? Yeah, like, it's kind of strange that she reported her and then she almost died, so. Yeah, I mean, like, we know that happened. But, like, you know, everybody's not guilty until proven. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> What was most concerning, though, was that this was the same pathogen that was found inside her daughter on more than one occasion. This would have caused pneumonia, which is a common struggle someone with cystic fibrosis would have. So this bitch, like, ordered a pathogen that we cannot pronounce because we dumb. And then she, like, went on and put it in her daughter, probably her daughter's port. Okay, number one, call yourself dumb because I said it very well. Uh, number two, why didn't the doctors, like, that pathogen probably doesn't just grow on fucking trees. If it was found on more than one occasion, why weren't they like, what the fuck? Well, and I, I don't know if, like, she was still in their care while they were investigating. I don't think they, like, I don't know if they immediately take her away. But I also don't know if that's something that you might find in someone who has a pneumonia period. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean, they're going to test to see, like, what caused it, I'm assuming. I'm not I a doctor. I have an idea. But. I have an idea. How about you change your major to chemistry and we can find out? Listen, I assure you that nobody wants me to learn fucking chemistry. I took chemistry in high school and almost failed. It was horrible. I have actually never taken chemistry because it wasn't a required class for my millennial ass. What? Yeah, I, I skipped out on like a ton of stuff that you guys had to take. I was the year before they changed all the, the credit like laws. So I only took like three credits of math and shit. It was great. What did you have? Was it required? for you to take gym at least yeah we had to take gym unfortunately that was horrible like i mean that was but i wasn't allowed to participate i just like stood there the whole time so fuck you i actually was kind of jealous that you guys got to run i actually created up a bunch of illnesses so i didn't have to run wait for real yeah i was do you have a munchausen by proxy <laughs> yeah i faked a um broken foot are you fucking serious or a sprained foot and then i went to the doctor so i faked the sprained foot oh my I went god to the doctor I went to the doctor and they said, you have a sprained foot. And they get put it in a cast. And I was like, holy shit. No, I don't. <laughs> Bitch, are you? Wait, they put you in like an actual cast? Well, they, they wrapped it and they gave me um the things to walk with crutches. Dude, that's hilarious. That doctor was really like, I'm going to fuck this kid's life up. I feel like they knew. <laughs> Did they do, like, x-rays? Uh, no, she touched it, and I was like, ow. Oh, okay. Ow, it hurts. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking hilarious. They, they really did the bare minimum there. They should have done x-rays, though. I think she probably knew. Probably, but you know what? 
It got me out of gym for a couple weeks. I don't even blame you though. In addition, they found four other pathogens that Hope would have had direct access to in her lab, including a pathogen that would cause staph infections. This bitch should have never had access to pathogens. I know, it's kind of a big concern. It's almost like she didn't have the degree to do her job. Like, what if some outbreaks are because of this Hope bitch? Holy fuck. I don't know, like, I mean, staph infections did, like, increase at some point, so who knows? After these findings, they got involved with the family. The investigators brought their concern to Hope's mother, who was appalled at the idea that she could ever do that to her daughter. I'm just imagining her being like, what do you mean? I just see her being like, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> to yes. fucking CPS. <laughs> I want to talk to whoever is in charge here. Dude, fucking literally. She probably had like that little haircut, like the blonde one with like the weird Karen shit going on. Oh God. Still, Hope's mother's eyes were open now and she became more observant of her daughter's behaviors. Hope had actually left a plastic storage box at her mother's house. And when she looked inside, she was horrified to find the Petri dishes labeled simply as pathogens in her home. Bro, my mom's so nosy that she would have found... Okay, right though? <laughs> like, love her, but like, that mom has to be kind of like, not with it because... Oh my god, yes. Dude, like, my parents would like, go through my trash, let alone like, something I left in their fucking house. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I don't know that... Good for that mom being like, privacy is key, but what the fuck? <laughs> These Petri dishes were turned in as evidence, and her previous employer confirmed they were stolen from the lab Hope once worked at. Well, yeah, I would assume, considering she hasn't worked at other labs. And, like, good for her mom not, like, protecting her, though. Like, I think this was the first case that we've done where the parents weren't like, oh my god, my poor baby would never do that. I love your voices. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We always say it, like, love isn't unconditional, like... Turn in your fucking kids. Exactly. Like the Gabby Petito case, her fucking parent or her boyfriend's parents totally fucking knew. I mean, come on. And they were just like, oh, I don't know where he's at. (laughs) Stop. I can't take you serious when you talk like that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just like hate these people that are like that. Once they had all of this evidence, they began involving the mother more in interviews. Initially, Hope told investigators that her oldest daughter never even had cerebral palsy, even though she had told medical profession medical professionals that she had and there were records to prove her faked condition. The investigators changed how they approached her and made it more of like an interrogation than an interview. This completely changed how Hope responded and as time went on, Hope admitted that she had falsified her daughter's salt test for cystic fibrosis and had infected her daughter with pathogens in order to ensure her diagnosis. Damn, so she cracks under pressure. Yeah, she does. She likes to talk. Good, though. And this is a very common thing they actually see with Munchausen by proxy cases, and it shows that Hope truly knew exactly what she was doing to her child, and she still went forward with it. And that's why Munchausen by proxy is so fucking dangerous, because these adults know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard. Yeah, and they're not remorseful for it, really. 
And if you guys watch her interview, I swear to fuck her goddamn blank ass eyes. Like, she did not care that she did that. Yeah. And when I was reading, I found it very interesting that medical professionals consider Munchausen by proxy cases as different from other mental illnesses. With other conditions, the patient may not realize what they're doing is wrong. However, like we just discussed, with Munchausen by proxy, the parent knows exactly what they are doing and understands the consequences they are creating for themselves. So it's not just like, I know what I did. It's I know what I did and I know my consequences and I'm willing to do this and still do like take on the consequences. That's really interesting to hear. It is. It was really interesting to read about because I mean, prior to this, I really thought that it was like other mental illnesses where, you know, you don't really have that understanding of what you're doing and getting into. Yeah. So like now I feel less bad. Yeah. No, uh, Munchausen by proxy people are legitimately terrible. In 2009, Hope pled guilty and took a plea deal of 10 years in prison. During that time, her husband divorced her and her youngest daughter became the healthy child that she was always meant to be. And I can't find any articles confirming if she was released, but she should have been released in 2019. So, like, the the father kept the kids, I'm assuming? Yeah, it sounds like he did. There wasn't much information on it, but I definitely know that hope wasn't reintroduced into their lives hopefully this opened his eyes to be a little bit more present man i hope so like goddamn because i don't know this went on way too long for the husband to not notice anything it really did and i have like like i don't want to victim shame because i don't know like if mike told me he was going somewhere i would assume he was going somewhere and doing the thing he said but in this instance, like, there was a lot of stuff that he could, he, like, should have asked for in a normal situation that he didn't ask for, and I'm just like, what were you doing? Well, like, and also with a sick kid, like, I don't have kids, but if I did, I would literally be to every single doctor's appointment. Yeah, exactly. A Little Bit Human did a piece on Hope, and you can see her family members talk about Hope's actions before seeing Hope talk about the experience herself. And I urge you to watch it because it is absolutely chilling. You can clearly see that Hope hasn't changed at all because she enters the interview with a pin that says death inmate when she is not deaf. That was actually a lie she told when she had cancer. She immediately starts the interview by mentioning her diabetes and how hard it's been for her. She goes on to answer interview questions inconsistently and says she doesn't remember if she did those things to her daughter, but she could have been the only one that did. So if the shoe fits... Okay, so she didn't get help, and I really hope that she never is able to have any more children. I really hope so, too, but I don't think there's anything stopping her from it, necessarily. Like, there are really, I don't really think there are laws that make it so people can't have kids. They fucking should be. They should be, but at the same time, it comes down to that bodily anatomy that, like, we are saying everybody should have, so I don't think it's really ethical either. Like, we don't have it anymore, though, so why not just go all the way? We don't. Anyway, if you're planning on having children and you just want attention, get a really cute fucking puppy. Quit messing with your children's lives. Mm, maybe don't even get a puppy if you have Munchausen by proxy, though. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>